evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Genesis Gems Podcast. This is episode two of this awesome podcast. We're having a blast doing this. Uh, episode one uh, for us was a success, and we're excited to be back for episode two. Uh, as always, I'm one of the three co-hosts, Nick Stevens. I'm from the NES Podcast. And I am Rob Luther. I am a co-host of the Retro Junkies. And I am Derek Slayton from the Video Game Archaeologist. Again, this is a, a podcast dedicated to Sega Genesis games called the Genesis Gems. We're going to talk about a Genesis game every podcast and decide whether or not it's a gem. We'll talk about the gameplay, the history, uh, what we thought, what you guys thought as listeners, and uh, just looking to have a good time. So uh, what we're going to do now, uh, last week we talked about Altered Beast, uh, which we decided was a gem, and mm-hmm. now we're going to hear what the listeners think. So we're going to uh, take turns kind of going through what uh, you listeners thought. Um, on our Facebook page. You can go there, uh, facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast, and uh, tell us what you think about these games. And now we're just going to read through the comments, and the first one I'll go ahead and read. Uh, RJ, <laughs> RJ Del Moco says, It succeeded in showing off the new system's capabilities, which for some reason always includes large, well-defined characters and smooth, fluid animation. It's also a pretty darn good game, but can't really touch any of the Nintendo pack-ins. Power up. So he thinks it's a gem. Jay Murphy, our good buddy from Murphy's Law, he says uh, everything he said. <laughs> this was right. This was right below RJ's uh, post. The game was awesome, although the Gold Wolf at the end was a cop out, if you ask me. <laughs> I, I had the Genesis version and the Tiger handheld when I was younger. Wow, I didn't even know they had a Tiger handheld. Sweet. Wow. Uh, he says also co-op gives it a huge boost in score. He says it's a gem. All right, and Steve-O wrote werewolves punching zombies. Yeah, that's a total gem. <laughs> Well said. Herb Jacobs says, hate this game. Just incredibly tough as a kid and rise from your grave. Scared the heck out of me. Junk. <laughs> Deshaun Dunn says, this game is fun, but it's extremely hard. So I guess that's a gem? What do you think? Sure. Yeah. That's- yeah. Joe Todaro. I love everything about Altered Beast other than actually playing it. The cover art, <laughs> the music, the characters, the graphics. I even love the rise from your grave soundbite at the beginning <laughs> of the game. What I hate is playing it. The screen scrolls rather slow. You, your attack is kicked to the shin. Really? I can watch videos of it all night, but I can't stand playing it. Junk. And, and Derek, I gotta say, your rise from the grave, going back listening to episode one, was, yeah. was definitely my favorite. Yes. I, oh, I, I, I give you a seven, but I'm about to bump it up to a nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you schooled us, man. Yeah. And, and the way you uh, made the lightning go crazy like that, I don't know how you did that. That was very impressive. Ah, uh, you know. He just, whenever he's talking around at his job or anything else, he can just pull lightning into his conversation. I love it. And everyone's like, okay, Derek, okay, whatever you want, man. <laughs> okay, Bridget Stokes says, when I think back on what I consider classic Genesis games, this one is always in the list. The second one sucked. It was just awful. But this one I loved. I still play it today occasionally. But I have never once beaten it. It's crazy difficult. Almost TMNT for NES difficult. (laughs) (laughs) I think the furthest I recall getting was to the stage where you turn into a tiger, which I don't think was very far. All that being said, if you're a gamer, you played this, even if it made you want to sling your controller through the wall. It's a gem. Nice, (laughs) nice. So I think the general consensus, it it is a good game. Good. It's nice to know that we're on this podcast and people are kind of agreeing with us for once. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for once. (laughs) So so maybe we're not just some, you know, hack guys doing a podcast. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't go that far. That's Uh, a scary thought. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, a couple of guys I wanted to give a shout out to real quick. Bill, a.k.a. Genesis Guy, um, who was actually, I didn't even know this. He was a, a member on the forums for the Retro League. Uh, well, he sent us a really kind message uh, saying that he liked the show and everything, and 
we just really appreciate that, Bill, and uh, we just uh, that was very encouraging to hear. Another guy that was very – I didn't even tell you guys this yet, I don't, I don't think. Um, uh, Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, uh, he, he is a friend of mine, a very uh, kind and encouraging uh, podcaster, and he had some nice things to say about the show. Uh, as a matter of fact, he was a huge influence in us creating this show because you know what he does is every week he focuses on the history and development of at least one Atari game, and that's kind of what we want to do with Sega Genesis games. So uh, to get his blessing was really cool. Let's see, and actually there, there is one more guy. It's a Mike from the Retro Gaming Roundup that uh, gave us kind words on the Atari Age forums. I said he really liked the show, and uh, you know, coming from you guys, that, that means a lot. So we, we really do appreciate it. All right, so we just want to dig into the road rash, right? Let's do it. Screaming speed and hand-to-hand combat make this wild motorcycle racing game a cross-country free-for-all. With 15 different bikes to ride, players can tail, nail, and overtake each other in aggressive and sometimes vicious racing. If that's not enough, there's a gang of simulated rashers just waiting to hit the road and each other. This is Crutch Match Road Racing at its best. Features include five different courses, each with different terrains and challenges, unpredictable road hazards, prize money to buy equipment, cash, pay fines, and upgrade to a meaner, faster machine. A showroom of 15 powerful superbikes to choose from. Win rearview mirrors to see opponents for the law. Road Rash was programmed by Dan Geisler and Walter Stein, who would not only program the next two Road Rash games for the Genesis, but also program Road Rash for the Sega CD in 1994, which had full motion videos and a hard rock soundtrack. Uh, Geisler would later program Army Men, Sarge's Heroes 1 and 2, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, and Resistance Fall of Man. Uh, Steen would develop uh, NHL 94, one of my all-time favorite games, and Pride FC Fighting Championships. The patented Road Rash sound comes from one of my favorite video game composers of all time, Rob Hubbard. Uh, Hubbard has been incredibly prolific in his video game compositions dating from the mid-80s to 2008, according to this website. Uh, Just to name a few games he's composed for that I'm familiar with, Skate or Die, uh, Lakers vs. Celtics, Populous, Ski or Die, NHL Hockey, NHL 94-95, Bulls vs. Blazers, PGA Tour Golf, and literally dozens more game soundtracks. Hubbard is credited for composing the soundtrack for Road Rash 1 and 2. Uh, Road Rash was given lots of praise after its release in 1991. The magazines like Games X gave it a 90 uh, out of 100. Megatech gave it a 92 out of 100. Mean Machine Sega gave it a 92. Sega Power gave it a 93. And Sega Pro gave it a 91. Um, in fact, the original Road Rash was such a hit in the early 90s that Sega Power released a promotional novel simply called Road Rash, based on the best-selling game in 1992. Uh, I, I really do want to read this. I, I gotta get it. I think it's only about three or four bucks on Amazon, so I'll have to pick that up. But to sum it all up, the original Road Rash was a huge hit for Sega fans back in the early 90s, and we're here to see if it still holds up. Alright, so, again, Rob, great history lesson as always. <laughs> Thank really you. enjoy that. <laughs> so, Nick, what's your Road Rash name? It's uh, Barfbag. Barfbag? <laughs> nice! <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna go by Rude Rob. Since I uh, neglected to put in a name, I'm guessing I'm gonna go by Player A. <laughs> <laughs> that's what kept popping up every time I finished the race. Yeah. Like, hey, that's me. I was trying to go with the theme, you know, and I put Barfbag in as my name. I'm just glad there was enough character. You know, there was some programmer that was sitting there like, okay, this is going to work. It's <laughs> <laughs> All right, so road rash is actually a term for skin and bone injury caused by abrasion with road surfaces. 
usually as a consequence of cycling and motorcycling accidents. The term may be applied to... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Not reading from the Wikipedia page. Road Rash, it's a motorcycle racing game, uh, with the uh, caveat being that you can kick, punch, and hit people with clubs, which is awesome. I myself am not the biggest racing fan, but when I was introduced to Road Rash and knowing I can punch guys in the face as I'm riding a motorcycle down the road, I was hooked <laughs> after that. You know, I love Mario Kart. I love games where you can battle while racing. So yeah, Road Rash is, it does that. It's a racing game. It uh, it has uh, actual tracks from I guess they're actual real roads. I didn't know that until I actually went out and looked at this. Uh, Sierra Nevada, Pacific Coast, Redwood Forest, Palm Desert, and Grass Valley. Those are all California state routes, which is cool. I didn't know mm -hmm. that. That is cool. Did you, get, did you guys know that? No, I, I didn't. I okay. uh, did not either. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, so that you, you get all those to choose from. Um, as long as you place in each one of them, uh, I think fourth or above, it actually sends you to a new level, which has the same roads, but they're a little longer. Uh, a little harder and more obstacles. Um, I actually could not get past level two. I don't even know how many levels there are because I was that bad at this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, so. the levels. I mean, they get hard quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it's very unforgiving too. You know. <laughs> yes. Imagine that one head-on collision. You can't win the race anymore. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're right. And as a level, I know notice in level two. You know, as you get going, I mean, there's cars coming at us at the same time in both lanes. You pretty much either got to go between them or go in the grass, which I never could master. Going to the gameplay, like we said, it was a it was a, ra a motorcycle racing game. This gameplay is, is pretty simple. You had your your A button was your brake, your B button was gas, and the C button was was your attack. And something I didn't know until I played this three or four times again that uh, when you hit down and attack your C button, it actually would kick. And uh, I couldn't really find for for me anyways. The kick didn't do much for me, and uh, <laughs> and if you watch, if you look, if you look on Facebook, I posted a, a video of my three-year-old son playing the game, and instead of punching or kicking, he would actually get on the left or right side of the road and just ram into the guy next to him. And I, I, I found that to be the better uh, strategy <laughs> for attack to get guys out of my way. I'm not sure if it slowed me down. That's probably why you beat me on that one. Uh, um, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> the that's one the only that, reason, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I just enjoyed hitting those guys too much. So I didn't want to perfect my uh, my time. I understand. So, anyways, it's. Uh, the cool thing about this game, I, lo I love how you know, a lot of racing games don't really name the guys that you're racing against. <laughs> and, and the names for these were just hilarious. Le Lester, Rex, Axel, Slater, Viper. And then coming back from Back to the Future, you had Biff Tannen, of all people, riding a motorcycle. <laughs> one of the only times I remember seeing the name Biff in anything else. <laughs> And, and he was the nice guy too. You know, it's kind of a little r role reversal there. But in real life, that guy's—I think his name's Tom Wilson. He is actually a really nice guy. Is that <laughs> the guy right? That plays Biff. <laughs> yeah, he has a whole comedy album and everything. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so the names on here were cool. And of course, we we got to pick our own names. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, I felt like Barfbag was fit right in there with Lister and Rex and Axel. Uh, that's so. perfect. Perfect. <laughs> what was your name, Rob? Rockin' Rob? Uh, Rob? It was it was Rude Rob. <laughs> Rude Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we got Derek as Player A. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Polly right? <laughs> Not at all. He's in more games than uh, than we can count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, while you're racing, you know, you, of course your goal is to get first place and to get the best time you can. Um, throughout the race, you're dodging obstacles. You got cars coming from both sides of the road. Um, my strategy with the car, I tried my best to stay in the right lane at all times, which would be real tough because my problem with racing games is I don't want to let off the gas. And I really, <laughs> the older games, you never really had to. So, but there are a few times where I would turn and I'd, I'd keep my hand on that B button and I'd, I would just fall off the road or hit a car. So anyways, you had cars coming from both sides. I tried to stay on the right-hand side of the road. That way, if the car was coming on the left-hand side, it wouldn't be such a crazy head-on collision. <laughs> which is another, what do you guys think about the 
fact that when you got in the uh, wreck and you fell off your bike that you could actually run back to your bike. What did you guys think of that? Was that not cool? That, that, that caught me off guard the first time it happened because the, <laughs> the first wreck I got into, I got bumped off the road, clipped a sign, and then slid like three <laughs> miles down the road. I'm like, okay, I, I'm still good. I can respawn. And like, why is he getting up and running towards me and yeah. running and running and running? And, <laughs> and, and what I love is that when you actually run back to your bike, the cars don't stop. They will still hit you. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You weren't sure, you know, I, I never really paid attention to those rear view mirrors, but I, I like the fact that you could control the guy or just let him get there on his own, but usually when I let him get there on his own, I'd, I'd end up just, it'd be worse because you couldn't even <laughs> get back to your bike in time. If you didn't get back to your bike and really, really quick, you weren't going to get fourth place or above. That's true. <laughs> I usually just hit the reset button when I direct you. <laughs> and actually, I discovered this by accident, but if you hit the brake button when you're running, you just sort of stop and stare into the screen until you let off the brake button and then he takes off running again. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. So yeah, um, as far as, and, and I, I know Rob, you probably not, might not like this. As far as music goes in this game, um, I, I like the, the compositions and, and, and I, I love video game music regardless, but there was this sound in the game that made me want to turn the music off. It sounded like a dying cat. And, it, and I, I remember specifically playing um, oh, the, the level that we started off in trying to get high scores. Um, anyways, oh, oh, was that uh, that was um, oh Pacific Coast? Was that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, it really got annoying in that one because the, the first minute of the song was just great, and all of a sudden you start hearing the I don't know if it was some kind of instrument going. <laughs> it just drove me crazy. I don't uh, know that why. Is, excuse me, that is supposed to simulate an electric guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like a kitty cat crybaby wallpaper. <laughs> anyway, other than that, I love the music. I. I turned it off sometimes just to kind of because you could really hear the the bike when you turned it off. You couldn't hear the bike real well when the music was on. That's something else I noticed. But uh, yeah, did you guys like the music? Yeah, I enjoyed the music. You know, I'm I'm a huge Genesis sound effects fan. You know, it's, I just just hearing pretty much any Genesis music just takes me back to you know 1991. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a good soundtrack. I don't really have many deep thoughts about it, but yeah, it, was, <laughs> it, it it wasn't one of the oh dear God where's the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're an '80s metal guy, right? Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. th this kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Yeah, a, a Genesis version of the '80s metal. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I, I tell you what, like, uh, it's funny that you bring that up, Nick. You know, there, there's what I've noticed about Road Rash is it, it's either one way or the other. People love the soundtrack, or people absolutely hate the soundtrack. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was watching a review right before this. Have you guys ever heard of Classic Game Room? Yeah, yeah. It, it's a pretty long-running YouTube channel, and they, they were around before I think YouTube was even out. And uh, the, the main host on that channel was pretty much bashing the game's music. It hurt me because I'm like, oh, what? This is one of the best, to me, personally, one of the best soundtracks on the Genesis, but uh, I, you know, to each his own. I personally thought the music was fantastic. As a matter of fact, the, the, <laughs> the same track that you thought was awful and you had to mute was the one that was my favorite. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Pacific Coast was really good to me. Um, loved the, the bass line in that. But, uh, yeah, I, I remember, you know, as a kid thinking, yeah, this music's awesome. And to this day, I'm, I still, yeah, this music's awesome. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I really liked yeah. it. And, and I don't. It wasn't the, the track that was bad. I think it was just that sound effect. Because <laughs> I, I I love the classic game uh, music just for the fact that a lot of it just sounds like it's it's really influenced by like old progressive rock. Because there's not your right. simple 
verse course for verse course that's that's very unique and there's different parts and and road rash did that well i, I will give a kudos for that um, yeah. like you said the bass lines are sweet and i i do typically like the uh, genesis sound but that, that one sound just made the hair, <laughs> hair on my neck stand up <laughs> not not bashing it just that one that one sound got to me <laughs> okay as far as, as other gameplay goes like i said i don't I, I don't have any real deep thoughts on the gameplay other than it's a racing game and i'm, I'm probably not the best to talk about racing games because it's not quite my favorite genre but the ones that involve combat i can always get into well th this was actually a unique experience for me because before we did this this week uh i had actually never played road rash uh i was really hardcore into the fantasy stars and final fantasies of the world back in back when this came out so nice nice with a limited budget you know i just never came across uh road rash and I was really excited to play it because well, it's motorcycles and you get to punch people. Um, but I was actually very disappointed in this um, because I was expecting more to be done, more focus to be put on the combat. And instead it was more like a Sunday drive where you just occasionally like punch somebody as you drive by them. <laughs> That's how I spend most of my Sundays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've, wor I've worked in retail before, you know, it's like, you get that one day off, and it's just like, anytime you see somebody, just, ah! <laughs> uh, well, what what else, like, was there anything else that kind of disappointed you besides the fact that it's just more of a racing game than it is a combat game? Well, and, and that was the other problem, was it, there really wasn't that much racing. I mean, it's, for, you know, the, on the, the first batch of levels, it's about three minutes per race, assuming you don't constantly hit oncoming traffic. And, you know, so outside of, you, you might race for about 30 seconds of that, and the rest of the time it's you by yourself on the highway. So, I mean, it, it literally is, you know, you're out for a Sunday drive, and oh, look, i got to pass somebody. And, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'm sure it gets more difficult on the, you know, the later it goes just because of the more obstacles and all that. But playing through the entire first level was just, I mean, there was very little racing involved. Right. So, so I take it you didn't crash much. <laughs> oh no, I did because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, eventually it's just like, hey, let's see how long I can go on the right on the grass before I hit a log cabin. <laughs> the, the answer was about one and a half miles. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I definitely think this game was definitely innovative because. The, the racing games before that, Outrun and, and Hang On, things like that. I, I, I feel like this game tried something different. And yeah. It, it definitely had some success with all the sequels and, and everything else that's uh, followed this kind of model. But uh, yeah, I, I, I can see like racing games don't excite me as much as RPGs and beat em ups and action games. But I can see where this game has a real, real good place in a lot of a lot of uh, gamers' hearts. It's funny because I hadn't actually played this game, and I'd say probably about. I always played Road Rash 2 a lot, and I hadn't played the original, I'd say, in, gosh, years. I actually was pleasantly surprised at all the, you know, the, the, the nice touches that this game has that I never noticed before. I like how the racers actually talk to you, you know, and what they say has value. It's not like they're just insulting you. You know, there are some that do that, but I think Natasha and, like, uh, like we said, Biff, he's actually a nice guy in this. <laughs> so uh, he actually gives you advice on, uh, you know, uh, what to do on certain tracks, but yeah, I, the, just the fact that the racers talk to you and some of them taunt you, some of them try to help you out. Uh, I thought that was cool. I liked, I liked the fact that you actually have a shop and you can upgrade your your bikes and everything. That kind of gives each race a lot more meaning to it. You know, they, they kind of tweak that a little a little bit better. 
you know, throughout the series, but I thought that was a nice touch. I also like, like you said, the names. I thought the names were really funny, you know, Hammer, Biff, Dread, Viper, Rude Boy. And then you got normal names, Natasha, Rex, but then you got Lester from Skate or Die, <laughs> Slater, Grub. <laughs> so you got the names. I thought they were pretty uh, pretty good. The, the names are like uh, Saved by the Bell meets uh, American Gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hey, <laughs> instead of player A, you know what you need to be, uh, Derek? What's that? Instead of Eric the Red, you could be, because uh, there was a character, I think there was a character named Dread, right? Yeah. yeah. You could be Derek the Dread. <laughs> All right, we'll go with that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I like how the the police officers. I think this is a at the time was a kind of a newer element where the police officers on the motorcycles are chasing you down and trying to you know run you off the road. And of course, if you crash, you get uh, busted and everything. So uh, I think Road Rash was trying to do a lot of things that weren't done in um, the racing genre during that time. As a matter of fact, I'm not a huge racing fan myself. But I just have a soft spot for the Road Rash series, especially the three for the Genesis. I thought they were fantastic. So, so, uh, but that's just my take on it. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, a lot of my friends really liked this game, and it, it was one of those games I could definitely sit down and, and enjoy with them. Mm, nice. So, uh, and and just as a side note, um, it always it always funny to me that um, any electronic arts games on this on the Sega, the cartridges are actually. M- a bit of a different model. Uh, they were a bit taller, and of course, um, and they were in, in width. You know, the, the width wasn't as as, as long. But uh, I, I just thought that's funny. Then they had that little yellow tab, which I'm oh not really yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it was just to help you pull it out of the system. But um, I just always thought that was interesting. That and I, I think even until uh, you know, the Electronic Arts, um, even their last games, they they still did that. Because I know, like, I have a cart for NBA Live '95, and that that has the, the same design and the same little yellow tab, which I, I always just thought was interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're all on uh, my uh, NHL games, and uh, I think they're probably on most of the like any of the sports games, really. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe it was a kick in the butt to, to Nintendo, you know, yeah. showing them that hey, we can do this on the Sega console. We can't do it on yours. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Either that, or they got a discount on the odd shaped boxes because the. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to pay Sega royalties for that. Now we'll make our own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Nick, let me ask you this: Did you write down any of your times? Just, just the one track, and it was you know two forty six point four. I never could beat that. The Pacific Coast. Well, and that was the thing on because I, I did the Pacific Coast the first time through. I got two forty seven, and being the slightly competitive person that I am, <laughs> I ran that race about ten times. And even running it perfect, it's it, it was always within a second of. 247, 246. Mm-hmm. It's I, I I think you had like the perfect run right off the bat because you really can't get any faster with that. Right. At least on level one. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Nick, I I had seen your score, and I had my my other buddy Derek over, uh, uh, and he had never played Road Rash before. He's like, and I was like, uh, Hey, you wanna you wanna fire up the Genesis and see if we can beat this score? And uh, and he actually tried it first. He he you know of course he crashed and burned about fifty times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was he finally gave the controller to me because he had never played Road Rash before. Uh, by the way, he he really did like the game, but boy, he was like, wow, this music's terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> so there's another one for that. But uh, he was actually keeping the time for me and stuff as I as I raced, and I just got lucky because you know it was one of those very few races where I didn't wreck. Pretty much every other time that I did uh, is easily beatable. So, like, for me, Sierra Nevada, it was 2 minutes and 52 seconds. Pacific Coast was 2 minutes 46 seconds. Redwood was uh, 2 minutes 50 seconds. Palm Desert was 2 minutes 57 seconds. And Grass Valley was 2 minutes and 40 seconds. So, 
all of them are very beatable. I set the bar very low. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Road Rash for Sega Genesis. Is it a gem? Rob, what do you think? I say indeed it is a gem. I absolutely love this game. I think it holds up to this day. Um, uh, my, My other friend, Eric... Uh, he played it for the first time um, and absolutely loved the game, uh, and this was completely new to him. I think that with the, the music, I think with the interesting, unique gameplay, um, uh, and just the, the little things like the characters themselves, the names, um, I definitely think this is a gem. This is one of the, actually personally, one of my favorite games for the Sega Genesis. Awesome. And Derek, what do you think? Is it a gym? Yeah, I'm going to be the odd man out here, and I'm going to say no. Uh, You know, this being, because I don't have the fond memories of playing it when I was younger, so this was just fresh, like, okay, let's see what this game is. And it it just did not, didn't hold my interest, didn't, I mean, even punching people as I drive by them, (laughs) I mean, it's... When the best thing you can say about the game is, hey, when I slam into a car and slide three miles down the road, I get up and run back to the bike. That's not a good sign. So it's not, I'm going to give it a uh, not gem. Wow, we oh. really need a better catchphrase than not gem. Damn, I like not gem. Not gem. Oh, gosh, that's pressure on me, guys. That's, All right, uh, Nick, you got to turn it, man. One, one for gem, one for not gem. And uh, what I think is, drum roll. <laughs> that was a really bad drum roll. That was a keyboard there. <laughs> Why are you am... baseball? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I just hung up. <laughs> I'm gonna say it is a gym, and my reason being, I'm, I, I did like the game. It definitely was not one of my all-time favorites, but just for the innovation fact that what it did, what it was doing at the time. I believe you said the game out in 1991. I think so. Yes, that's what my cartridge says that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, 1991. There's what, what there weren't a whole lot of games that explored a lot of the things it did, and I, to me, it's a gym, and I, I, I can, I, I kind of was on a, on a seesaw about this going up and down, whether it was a gym or not, but I, I would definitely say it's a gym. And I would just like to say I look forward to all of the listeners going onto our Facebook page and telling me just how wrong I am. <laughs> yeah, Derek loves that. <laughs> yes. <it's... laughs> you know, the, the good thing about you guys is that we can disagree and no one's uh, <laughs> no one's mad. It that's like. right. That's right. We're not going to get on our bikes and get our uh, clubs ah, ready. Yeah. I'm going to go all Lester on you guys. <laughs> I'm going to go all player A on you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go all rude boy and stay in the back. <laughs> and never win. <laughs> hey, Nick, let me ask you, what is the next game going to be? I don't know. What's it going to be? Well, I guess the, we'll insert a soundbite here. With that, this has been Genesis Gems Podcast, Episode 2. We just covered Road Rash, and two out of three, we do think it's a gem. Uh, Derek, sorry, man, you got outnumbered this time. I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure eventually we'll we'll all have our little uh, uh, issues with certain games. But uh, we want to encourage all listeners to go to our Facebook page. It's at uh, www.facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. Uh, make sure you check daily. We're going to be putting posts out there about uh, what the next game could be. We're hoping that you'll guess it from the sound clip you just heard. And if you do guess it, you'll get a mention on the show. And uh, as, as the week goes through, we will be talking about it. Uh, please put your comments on there. And uh, also, comment again about Road Rash if you haven't talked about it. Was, do you think it was a gym? Do you think it was garbage or not gym, as we're going to call it? Uh, <laughs> let, let us know. Um, maybe, maybe Derek will have some more support <laughs> later on <laughs> in the week. Uh, we, we do love it. <laughs> Anyways, with that, uh, you guys have anything else? We're good. All right. Well, good day and good game.